0: Good evening and welcome to E Bible Fellowship's Bible study in the book of Revelation. Tonight will be study number one. And we're going to begin by reading the first three verses of Revelation chapter one, verses one through three. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the Word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ, and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand and I'll stop reading there now, um, to begin with. Let's just discuss the book as a whole itself. This book of the Bible is probably the most fascinating scripture there is to many people. It is the last book that God wrote and fittingly, it brings all of God's divine revelation to an exciting climax the Bible closes at the end of the book of Revelation. Revelation has 22 chapters, and in chapter 22, towards the end of the chapter, God makes the dramatic statement that whoever adds to the words of this book or subtracts from the words of this book, that the plagues written herein will be added unto him. That is, do not add to the words of the book of Revelation, nor to the words of the Bible, any longer. You can be sure God is telling us that he will no longer give divine revelation of any kind to any man ever again. He is finished composing his book. He began with Moses. in, in about the 15th century B.C. and in the 1st century A.D. in a period of time of some 1,500 years God moved prophets of old to record His communication to mankind and with the book of Revelation God finished that revelation He closed the canon and never again would he add to it. And this is a great help to every child of God who has lived in the New Testament age because we don't have to wonder at all if someone comes along and says, God spoke to me in a dream last night. Or God has given me a tongue. And God has uh, shown me a vision. If anyone comes along and says that God spoke to me in whatever manner, we can know absolutely with certainty that it is not from God. God's communication, everything that he wanted to say in the written word, is found within the Bible from Genesis through Revelation, the 66 books that we have in our present-day King James Version. This is all the communication of God to us. Now, of course, in, in the last days, in the time of the Great Tribulation, God's plan was to open the Scriptures, that is to open up the written Word, the Word we already have, to reveal more truth. But it is coming from these 66 books and no other. So wonderfully, we have come to the book of Revelation, and we are going to begin studying this book. The book of Revelation, some theologians say, is full of hyperbolic language. And you may wonder, well, what does that mean? And it's actually, uh, to be blunt, kind of very like a theologian, to make statements that are difficult for the average person to understand. And we don't need to speak of hyperbolic language. To put it plainly, what that means, even if they would not admit it, but it's a fact, is that the book of Revelation is written in parabolic form. It is full of parables. And we'll find, as we go through this book, Lord willing, from its beginning to its end, that the book of Revelation speaks of things that are, again, fascinating. It will give us a glimpse into God's throne room in heaven and of some of its activities. The book of Revelation will show us a a mysterious book that has seven seals around it, uh, that has sealed the book. And the book of Revelation will describe the unsealing of that mysterious book. We can expect, as we continue on, to find um, information concerning various colored horses going forth into the earth and the description that God gives to each one of them. And when we continue to read, we'll see the sealing of 144,000 and of a great multitude of saints that suddenly appear in heaven. We'll read of horrible judgments on the third part. And following this, a plague of locusts that overcomes the earth and torments men for five months. We'll also read of 200 million horsemen whose horses issue fire and smoke and brimstone out of their mouths. We'll see two witnesses at first given authority and power by God. Then they are killed by a beast which comes out of a bottomless pit. The two witnesses lie dead In a street and then after three and a half days they resurrect and stand upon their feet. We'll also read information concerning a red dragon which pursues a woman who had given birth to a man child and the man child was caught up unto heaven. But the red dragon continues to pursue the woman into the wilderness where She is nourished of God for a period of time. We'll read exciting accounts of war in heaven and the devil being cast out by Michael, the archangel. We'll read of a beast that rises up out of the sea to a great position of power and authority in the world to such a position that all that dwell upon the earth, the Bible says in Revelation, shall worship the beast. We'll read of an image made to the beast, which had life and could speak. Then we'll read the horrible account of the wrath of God upon the unsaved people of the world. A great winepress will come into view of God's wrath. As he casts a vine full of the clusters of the grapes of the earth into the winepress. And blood comes out flowing unto sixteen hundred furlongs. We'll see that seven angels carry seven last plagues as they come out of the temple of, of heaven. And the seven angels carrying the seven vials of the seven last plagues pour them out. And of these plagues, waters turn to blood. The beast's kingdom uh, is full of darkness. The river Euphrates dries up. We'll continue to read of mystery Babylon, the mother of harlots, as she experiences the judgment of God. And Babylon falls. We'll spend some time looking at... Uh, The description of the fall of Babylon in one hour. Then we'll see the glorious bride of Christ at the marriage supper of the Lamb. And the Lamb will be seen upon a white horse and all the armies of heaven also will be on their white horses and, and as they do battle with the enemies of the kingdom of God. Continuing on, we'll read of the devil being bound for a thousand years, and then loose for a little season. Also we'll read of the souls of them beheaded for the witness of Jesus, who live and reign with Christ for a thousand years. We'll see a glorious description of the new heavens and the new earth, And the wonderful news that God dwells with his people forevermore. And those people will have all tears wiped away. And no more pain or sorrow will ever come to them again. Nor death. It it is a tremendous and wonderful picture of eternal life that God gives to his saints. And finally... Concluding this incredible book of the Bible, we'll read of New Jerusalem and a stunning and beautiful description of the city of God. And finally, the end of time and the beginning of eternity and the desire of God's people that the Lord Jesus Christ come quickly. Any attempt to thoroughly study the book of Revelation is a daunting task. This book has confounded all who have attempted to learn of its mysteries throughout the church age. But we're encouraged because we know why no one during the church age was ever able to correctly and rightly divide the truth found in In the book of Revelation. It's because of what Revelation itself tells us. That a book was sealed. The Bible was sealed until the time of the end. And much of the information. That God sealed up in the scriptures. Is found in this particular book of the Bible. Because the focus of the book of Revelation. Is on the time of the great tribulation and the judgment of mankind at the end of the world. And this information was sealed by God throughout the ages and the centuries of the New Testament church age. As a result of that, when a theologian, even a most faithful theologian, approached this book, as well as other books of the Bible and other information concerning the end. And when they dived into a study and put forth tremendous amounts of effort and were diligent in their attempt to uncover the truths of of the book of Revelation, they could not overcome God's plan. Because of the timeline of history. And so, uh, a faithful child of God, a faithful student of the Bible, uh, let's say in the period of the Reformation, would have been resisted by the Spirit of God himself in uncovering certain truths of revelation. Of course, they could know some things, and they did get some things right, but overall, God resisted the attempts by some to dig out and uncover the hidden nuggets of truth that are found in this book. And not until the time of the end, the period of the Great Tribulation, would God take the seals off the Bible and therefore take the seals off of the book of Revelation. Now, it, it's also true as we have gone along in this period of time of the end, and we have this um vantage point of having gone through the 23-year Great Tribulation period that now we are able to understand more things concerning this book than we had previously understood. And so we dare... For these reasons, that God has opened up the Bible, that God's Spirit is working with his people, he is granting his people understanding and the ability to see and comprehend truths that have never been able to be understood before. And and for these reasons, we dare to open up a Bible study and to attempt to go through the book of Revelation verse by verse as much as we can and following the same methodology we would follow with any book of the Bible and all the while beseeching the Lord and asking him for wisdom that he would grant us ability to discern good from evil, to discern right from wrong, and truth from a lie. And as we look through this book of Revelation, we are hopeful to be able to explain and discuss all the things that were mentioned, all of the mysteries of this book and all the strange and unusual language found within this book. We hope to explain many of them, and also many other things that we did not mention. But we hope to explain this knowing it is only by God's grace if we're able to explain anything at all and by his mercy and by his goodness and due to the point in time we find ourselves in. We are at the point where the Bible is an open book. The seals are off and God has been pleased to reveal a great many things to us. And so now we we do dare to come to this book and go through it. And we do expect to be able to go through the whole book um, and to answer many of the questions that this book presents. Well, we'll, we'll begin studying Revelation chapter one and verse one. Let's just say this for now in this particular study that the word revelation here, let me read it again. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. The word revelation is a Greek word, and And that's where you'll find that language of the apocalypse. It comes from this word that is translated in the English as Revelation. And the book of Revelation, the name of the book, is derived from this opening statement that God moved the Apostle John to write. And we do know that The earthly writer is John. There's no question about that, uh, because in verse 9, he mentions his name. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos, for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ, and it is his testimony. That is, it is Christ's witness to what God has given him. And of course, Jesus himself is eternal God. This book, and and uh, this is true of this book and the whole Bible, is Christ's testimony that is He is, um, as it were, saying that these things are true and faithful. He has taken an oath. He is witnessing to us as though he were on the stand and telling uh, under oath and telling us these are the facts of the kingdom of heaven. These are the truths of God. You can trust every single word. Every letter, every jot and tittle. You can trust everything in this book, the Bible, and in this book of the Bible, Revelation. It is my testimony, and He is giving it to us. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ. And as a result of that, it's no surprise at all that within this revelation, We read of things to come, things that have been and things that are because God is from everlasting to everlasting and He is always present. He is the great I Am and it is nothing for Him to know the future of a a few years of time on earth to look ahead and to see what will happen, what he will do, what he is going to bring about concerning the church, concerning the unsafe people of the world, concerning his children, his elect. It's nothing for God to hide these mysteries in the written word, to hide them as water in a well is hidden when dirt is thrown upon it and to seal them up until a certain point. And it's nothing for God to, uh, once that point in time is reached, to unseal them, to dig out the dirt, and now to make the water readily available to his people, and to open up their minds to understand and to see what he had hidden therein. That's nothing for God to do, and it's nothing for God to finally bring the destruction of this world, the end of all things. And it's nothing for God to speak and to create a new heaven and a new earth and to equip his saints with new resurrected bodies and then to turn the attention and the focus away from the things of this life and this creation, which will be gone forevermore, and turn them to the eternal future. Will it be anything for God to bring that about? No. It's only from our perspective these things seem to be taking so long and and to be so difficult, and we worry and wonder, will God ever fulfill the things we read in this Bible and in this book of Revelation? And of course he will. And he has and is currently fulfilling many of the things in the book of Revelation. We'll see, by the grace of God as we continue in this study, that much of the book of Revelation, most of the book of Revelation has already been fulfilled and very little is actually left to come to pass. And then when all is done, we will Testify along with the Lord Jesus Christ in eternity future of the greatness and glory of our God and that certainly His testimony was true and faithful altogether.